Nevada County is a beautiful place to live, but it is expensive and the affordable housing inventory is very limited. However, two developments are in the works that will soon create 90 rental units. This morning, Mike Dent, Nevada County's Director of Housing and Community Services, updated me on the progress at Brunswick Commons and at Cashins Field, an apartment complex at Zion Street and Ridge Road. Let's talk about the Brunswick Commons and Cashins Field. Everyone who travels on 49 between Grass Valley and Nevada City can see that the Brunswick Commons project is moving right along. Oh, wow. Those are two really exciting projects. And um, I've been over, I've been with the county for way more than 25 years, believe it or not. Um, But I've been over in housing for about four years now. And these are the first two real substantive projects that have occurred, you know, in in my effort to support the Board of Supervisors, uh, a priority goal. One of their top priority goals is affordable housing, making sure there is enough housing in our community, just not for the retirees that are coming in from the Bay Area, not just for dual-income families with kids in, you know, in school. We, We need a full range of housing. We need housing for anybody who is housing ready, but on a fixed income. And we need housing for our workforce. Uh, those folks that are making our meals, serving our meals, taking care of us uh, at merchant inside our community, teaching our kids. I mean, that is an important uh, and necessary chain that ha- must exist for any viable community. And so with Brunswick Commons, that was a, a focus on folks that are housing ready, but are on a fixed income. And we're not, we're not saying, oh, they're unemployed. We're talking about people that are in their 60s and 70s on Social Security and don't have a house to live in, uh, or somebody who's physically disabled or mentally disabled and on disability for the rest of their lives. Our, I believe we have, and I, I'm supported by the, the board's directive, we have an obligation to support every community member wherever they fit in our society uh, financially. And so with Brunswick Commons, this is a real exciting project. It's a 41-unit affordable housing project. Uh, Listeners can look up behind Safeway in the Glenbrook Basin, and you'll see that big old uh, building on the hill. There's 41 units up there, 40 of which are uh, reserved for folks that are homeless, at risk of homelessness, or on uh, some sort of disability. And I say 40 because with every project, there's one unit that's reserved for on-site 24-hour management. So there's a manager on-site. So within that uh, building, there will be 12 units reserved for permanent supportive housing. That's uh, folks that need some level of support through behavioral health to prosper in our community. Some of them have a part-time job. Some of them are not able to work. Some of them just need um, a check-in once a month, and others are picked up and taken to a, a day treatment center every day. There's a wide variety of folks. So those 12 units will be re- housed people that have been referred by the behavioral health department that are engaged in behavioral health services. The remaining 28 units are going to be filled with referrals from Hospitality House and our coordinated entry system. That's great news. What about Cashin's Field? Yeah, that's uh, going to be, Claudio, that's going to be 51 units of workforce housing. And both projects, it's a 60% average medium income limit, AMI. So I don't have those numbers exactly in front of me, but for a single person, it's right around $22,000, $23,000 a year. For a family of four, it's up in the mid-40,000s. So we're looking, we're talking about young families. We're talking about single parents, uh, people that are in the workforce, having uh, working towards our economy's 
engine. You know, those are the ones uh, stoking the fire in in many of our businesses. Uh, this project on Cashin's Field, which is right at the corner of Zion and Ridge, super exciting. You know, a project to see going up. The architectural design is um, very interesting and progressive. There will be a community center. Uh, there's going to be two playgrounds because a majority of the rooms in Keshensfield will, uh, units will be two and three bedroom for family. There'll be a picnic area, central courtyard. Uh, the location, you know, you can walk, your kids can walk to school from there. Uh, you can walk down to the grocery store, to the pharmacy. There's, a, I think, like two bus stops within about 100 yards of the property. Um, it's scheduled to be completed either towards the end of this fall or very early in the spring. And um, it's it's going to pump a lot of housing options into the Nevada City area. When we went through the approval process, this was led by the city of Nevada City and supported by the county. We saw a lot of interest in um, having a place for the, the workers in our community downtown on Broad Street to go live, that they don't have to go to Auburn or Marysville or Grass Valley uh, to afford a place. And so this will um, uh, really increase the housing options within the city of Nevada City. And when these projects are completed, what will be the process for people to apply to these new homes? Oh, yes. So the process and both um, properties. So Brunswick Commons is scheduled to be finished right around May 15th. So we're talking hopefully about six weeks from now, roughly uh, six to eight weeks. And so we've already started the process. So normally the Regional Housing Authority, which is a development partner in both of these properties, and since there are housing choice vouchers, or some people might remember them as Section 8 vouchers, assigned to each of these projects, uh, administers a waitlist process. So usually about two or three months before, sometimes even four months before the property is um, estimated to be completed, they start opening up what's called a waitlist, and they start taking applications. And you have to fill out an application. It will be site-based for the location. And you fill out your application, you submit it to Regional Housing Authority, provide a bunch of um, backup documents on your income. They'll start doing the old the screening process. So with Brunswick Commons, we've already started that process. And since this is kind of a, um, a, a building that will be re- only two referral sources, Hospitality House or Behavioral Health, we already have about half of the building um, identified with residents. And we have uh, plenty of applications through Hospitality House and Behavioral Health to fill the rest of those beds. And the list will be maintained and refreshed through those sources. So for the listener out there, if you're not already engaged in, as a client of Behavioral Health you, you, or staying at Hospitality Health, basically um, your choices will be very limited. However, that's not the case for Cash and Field. So I would guesstimate Claudio right around the end of summer. They'll most likely open up the wait list for Cash and Field and anybody interested, and we've had a lot of inquiries about how do we get on the list? You'll have to apply through Regional Housing Authority and the property manager that the developer um, puts in place. There's two steps, Regional Housing Authority for eligibility, and then the, the property manager does the background-ish type stuff and assigns the units from that point on. Exciting news, Mike. Thanks very much for the update. No problem, Claudio. Appreciate the communication. Thanks. That was Mike Dent, Nevada County's Director of Housing and Community Services.